0: Only promote the truth. Okay, I want to welcome everyone to this particular broadcast of Sharing the Word. We wanted to keep it simple because, you know, we believe that faith is simple. We believe that the the word of truth is simple. You know, in the book of John, which is the the original name is Yahukanen. So Yahukanen became transliterated. Uh inadvertently over to, I should say inappropriately over to John. And in the first chapter it says, in the beginning was the word, you see. And so we want to identify about that word. So sharing the word. Who is that word that so sign named John, was talking about? Who is that word? You know, it says that the word was with the creator. And that the word was actually the creator. That all things that have been made have been made through him. That's this word. And without him, nothing has been made that has been made. And then the word became flesh. I got chills running up and down my arms to think about when we say sharing the word. The word that we're sharing is the exact same word that Yahoukanen, a.k.a. John, was talking about. And that word became flesh and dwelt among us human beings. What does that mean? That the word, the Savior, actually... Experienced every single thing that you and I experience all the emotions, all the feelings, all the trials, all the tribulations, the strife, the happiness, the joys, the celebrations every single thing that we as humans experience. The word that became flesh experience, except one thing this word. That became flesh never experienced that word that became flesh never once experienced sin, not one time. Is that incredible? Like, is that, that, can you imagine being born, coming to this point in your life and never sinning? I think all of us know right away that we fall way short of that. And so, why is it that the word came? Why was it why is it that the word who was in the beginning, who was with the creator, who actually was the creator, why did it be come to the point where he saw it fit that he had to actually come to the earth and go through a life of experience and everything that we're experiencing? And then sacrifice himself for us. This story always is so profound to me because if you are the creator of all, if everything that's made has been made through you and without you, nothing that's been made has been made and you can do whatever you want, why is it that you would come to the point to where you would want to come to this fallible earth where there's so much, where there's so much going on here. And so I wanted to be able to share this moment, to share this opportunity with you that I do call an opportunity because of what's happened over the years since creation itself has happened. And since the word did come to this earth and become flesh, I wanted to be able to take some time and just share with you because I've been on a very, very interesting journey in my life. You know, I grew up in a small town. I grew up in a in a very, quote, southern religious family. And they shared with me things. And most of us, when we learn things, we're learning from other people who they've learned them from other people, who've learned it from other people. And all these things, they get handed down. And that's what we call tradition. And the traditions, one thing I had to learn in my life was to check Was the traditions that I had been raised in were these correct traditions? Was my spiritual walk, was my spiritual life, was it something that was my own will and something that I wanted to follow? Or is it something that because my parents and my grandparents and my great-grandparents and my aunts and my uncles and my cousins, those that were surrounding me, is it that I had adopted what they were believing? And what I found out is that most of my spiritual beliefs were really not my beliefs at all. And one thing I would do is challenge you respectfully today to think about your own spiritual walk, your own path. Uh, Think about how you came to believe what you believe or what you don't believe. How did you come to that point? It's really my respectful challenge to you today. when I talk about sharing the word, I think that, it's important that this word that we're sharing, it be from an area of truth. And so in, in some of my recent studies, uh, I should say one of my recent projects, not my recent studies, I've been studying for almost three decades intensely on this subject. But one of my most recent project projects was releasing a video that maybe you've seen it at the time of this recording, or maybe you're about to see it. It's called The Name Above All Names. And in that research of of bringing things to light, bringing things to the truth, this is what I found. In 325 AD, there was what was called a Council of Nicaea and Constantine, the Roman ruler at that time, uh, he wanted to get confusion he wanted to get arguments. He wanted to get uh, separation, and strife out of his empire, the Roman Empire, and all of his possessions. He wanted to bring everyone under one accord, under one roof. The problem, Ruth, the problem is, is that Constantine. This is a problem for me. Maybe it might be for you too. He worshipped Zeus, the sun god, Horus the sun god, and under these different names, he was a sun god worshiper. He actually killed his wife. He actually drowned his son, and he was the one that was presiding over the Council of Nicaea when he called together over 300, quote, bishops, what we would call preachers today, and religious rulers and leaders, and also other influential, influential political leaders. He called them all together, and they began to have this council. And what they were doing was debating over which pagan God would they follow to unify everyone. And when I heard this, I was like shocked to unify a pagan deity. And what they did was they had balloting. And what most people don't know is for one year and five months, you can go research this yourself, for one year and five months, they debated over 50-plus heathen gods of which one would be representative of the Roman Empire and would go out and be the one that would be represented throughout the world. That research shocks me. It should possibly shock you. After a year and five months, Constantine came back to find that the bishops and the leaders still had not come to a conclusion of who they would offer up to him as being the God they would follow. But they did, however, narrow it down to five. They narrowed it down to five. And they went back and forth over these five, and after long deliberation, Constantine decided to combine two of the five. They had Zeus, which was also called Jesus, H-E-S-U-S, Zeus, also known as Zeus. And he wanted to combine the Eastern God, Krishna. And in Sanskrit, Krishna stands for Christ. And so they, he combined these two, Jesus Krishna, into one deity. They voted again, ratified it, and then Jesus Krishna became the one God of the Roman Empire and all of its possessions and would then begin its impact on the world. Now, Jesus Krishna, the Christ, became known as Jesus Christ. The H became italicized and masculine into a J. And so what most of the world doesn't know is that they have been following Constantine's lead, especially since 325 AD. And that might be shocking to you right now. That might be like, what in the world is he talking about? I'm asking you, as I'm sharing the word, the word of truth, to research what I'm talking about, to research. There's other people that have joined here. I want to say hello to everyone. I'm asking everyone that's listening in, go research what I'm saying. Don't take my word for it or anybody else's word for it. Go research what happened at the Council of Nicaea. Now, the name above all names, let's talk about that. Because Peter, whose real name is Kapha, and Kapha, it happens to stand for something. Hebrew names they mean something. They have a they have a message. They have a witness to most Hebrew names. Kapha, when he came out of the upper room after the Savior had sacrificed himself and then ascended up into the heavens, he gave. He said there will be a promise. He said he would send a set apart Spirit. He would pour out his spirit, and that spirit was poured out in what was called the upper room. And after they came out of the upper upper room, Kafa came out. And if you go read Acts chapter 2, you will notice that Peter in Acts chapter 2 begins, after he comes out of the upper room, he begins to quote the prophet Yael, also known as Joel. And he quotes them pretty much word for word. So if you read Yael or Joel chapter two, verse 32, you will see that is exactly in line with Acts chapter two, verse 21. And what that says, when you translate that from Hebrew over to English, it says, all who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. The name is Yahuwah, the savior who many have been calling a name after the pagan Roman ruler Constantine. His name was not Jesus Christ. He said, I come in my father's name. I come in my father's name. Now I'm going to break that down slowly for you. I come in, capitalize the word In, capital I, capital N. I come in my Father's name. What that means when you research it and you just take a little time, you will then find that that word in, that the Savior's name is in the Father's name. Look how simple that is. We talked about keeping it simple. So I come in my Father's name. And then when we look at the Hebrew letters for the Father, the Hebrew letters are Yod, Hay, Ua, Hay. And then you transliterate those words to get the sound exactly as it would sound in Hebrew. So Yod is Y, Hay is Ah, Ua is U, and then Hay is Ah, Yahua, Yahuah. And the Savior said, I come in my Father's name. And his name in Hebrew is spelled Yod. Shin which is yahoo the first three letters of the savior's name this is so simple when you look at the original or earlier scriptures when you look at the the writings and how they were written they were written in hebrew or aramaic so the first three letters of the savior's name when he walked on the earth when he walked on the earth the first three letters of his name are the exact same first three letters of the father's name. So that means that his name is in the father's name. Now, doesn't that verse make sense then? So yahoo, so yahoo and yahoo, the first one. So the father's yahoo, finish it, ah. And then the savior is yahoo. And then you have a shin, which is sh, i-n, ah. So where we get the letter A from, Yahusha. And what's unique about Hebrew is remember I said that these, these names have meanings, they're witnesses. Yahoo being an abbreviation for the father Yahuwah and then Shah, go look it up. In Hebrew, Shah means saves or salvation. Doesn't this all begin to make sense now? Yahusha. Yahuwah Saves was his name. So the Savior, when he dwelt among us, he was called Yahusha. It's almost impossible to find one scholar, one biblical scholar, that doesn't agree that the name of the Savior had the exact same name of the one who came after Moses, whose real name is Musha. Who was it that came after Moses? Who took control? after Moses, Musha, when he died and before they went into the promised land, who did he give the leadership to? He gave it to who we know as Joshua, Joshua. But the letter J is less than 500 years old. So we know it can't be Joshua was his name because there was no J then. So all these scholars will agree that they're the same name. And when you go look at Joshua's name, It's spelled yod He Ua, shin Ayin. the exact same, as I just said, Yahusha. So Joshua, Yahusha, and the Savior bear the same name when the Savior walked on earth, and the Savior's name is in the Father's name. But he says clearly, I come in my Father's name, and you don't receive me. Look at the prophecy he gave us. If another comes in another name, he goes on to say, him you will receive. Well, another has come in another name. And who would have the most motivation for another coming in another name? The adversary. Revelation 12, 9 tells us who the adversary is. It's, it says that Satan, that devil of old, was cast to the earth and a third of his messengers with him. And he goes about and he deceives the entire world. Now that is a major, major statement. When that scripture verse in Revelation chapter 12, verse nine says that Satan, Hashatan goes about and deceives the entire world. My question would be, are you, am I, are we part of the entire world? And that's what brings me to the point of humble yourself. You see, Yahuwah said in 2 Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and seek my face, then I would heal their land. Think about how awesome that statement is. If my people... Who are called by my what name? Well, if you don't know his name, how can you be his people? That's what challenged me. I didn't know his name. As a matter of fact, I had been calling the Father God or Lord for years—thirty plus years of my life. I've been calling him God and Lord. I didn't have. I didn't know any better. Maybe you didn't know any better. There's a good chance you just didn't know any better. That's why I say, give yourself a break. Take a deep breath because what I'm sharing spiritually, it can be heavy, but it doesn't have to be. It should be cutting you to the heart, but it should not kill your heart. It should take you to the point where you want to be more intrigued, where you want to humble yourself more. Father, what else am I missing? If I missed your name, if he made his name a commandment, the third commandment, he says, you do not bring the name of Yahuwah, your are which is mighty one, to not, don't bring his name to not, for I do not leave the one unpunished who brings my name to nothing. So this is such an important subject that it has to be dealt with. So that's why we wanted to share the word with you today, because for most people, they've never heard It brought to them the way I'm bringing it to you. I know it. I've been on this trail since 1992, seeking for the truth. And then I found out in Yadami, Yahoo, sign name, or also known as Jeremiah. He says, when you seek for me with all your heart, with all your strength, all your might, then I will be found. And so there's not many people that are searching for the creator and the savior with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. They're just not, let's be honest. When I ask people, before you went after your career, before you went after your education, before you went after your job or your business, did you go after the creator and the savior with all you got first? The savior says, seek ye first the kingdom and all its righteousness. Then all these things will be given to you. And what I understand, what I've come to learn is that Satan keeps us so busy trying to pay bills and take care of kids and doing all those things that we forget to seek first the kingdom. Yahushua said, I come in my father's name. Today, if you hear his voice, he says, don't harden your heart. Kapha, I come in the spirit. The same exact spirit that was sent to Kafa, which is called Yahuwah Ruach. Ruach means spirit. You have Yahuwah the Father, Yahuwah HaMashiach, the Son, and Yahuwah Ruach, the set-apart spirit. I come in the same spirit. And there's brothers and sisters on here. Some new learning about the word. Some already walking in the word of truth. We come in the name of Yahuwah Ruach, the same spirit that Kapha also known as Peter, as he came with. When he walked out of the upper room and he said, everybody listen up. Whoever calls on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. He could have said any other name. He could have said any other title. But he said, who comes in the name of Yahuwah, which brings me to some of these closing points. Why is it that we've called him God? Why is it that we've called him Lord for most of of our lives? How did this come to be? Why? Well, if you'll take a few moments and go open up the preface in most of your English Bible translations. If you open up the preface in the New King James, King James, NIV, New American Standard, they will tell you what happened. And it shocked me. And it cut me to the core when I simply read the preface. All of my life, 10 years, 20 years, 30 plus years of walking in this world, I never opened up and read the preface in my Bible. Have you? Have you taken the time? As much as you know Psalms, to heal them 23, have you taken the time to know the preface, the beginning? As much as you know John 3, 16, have you taken the time to know the preface? <laughs> no most of us we haven't we have to humble ourselves so when i read that preface and it got down to the part where it says in regards to the father's name i'm a paraphrase the translators have adopt decided have adopted a device to render the sovereign name of the most high to render it as god or lord what does that mean the translators decided to adopt a device well a device is another word of saying the translators chose to change it under whose influence most most quote churches most quote churches are daughters of Constantine, and they don't even realize it. I didn't even realize it. I had no idea that Constantine's edicts, his commands back in 325, would have such an impact on the world we live in today. It had it on me, and more than likely has had it on you. Who gave the authority to change? Well, you see, in Mishla, also known as Proverbs, Solomon, shalomah the wisest man that's ever lived, challenges us and says, who has gone up into the heavens? Who's come to the, who's bound up the waters and gathered the wind in his fist? And then he challenges us. He says, what is his name? And what is his son's name, if you know it? The son had been walking around then. The Savior had been walking on Earth when the Tanakh, quote, the Old Testament, was written. What is He doing, challenging us, asking us, "What is His name? What is His Son's name? What's He doing?" The wise, the wisdom, it should be challenging you today. What is His name? And so, when when you look at, they changed His name. What else have they changed? And if He says. I am Yahuwah in Yashayahu. You should, hopefully you're taking notes. One good thing about this is recorded. You can watch it in Yashayahu chapter 42, verse eight. He says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. I do not give my praise to idols. I don't give my esteem to other others, nor my praise to idols. Now, if you read it in English translations, watch the rendering, watch the adopting the device. I am the Lord, that is my name. Now, come on now. Everyone listening to my voice, looking in my eyes, everybody can tell that there's something wrong. Just if we stop and we identify and we research that verse. I am the Lord, that is my name. We both know that Lord is not a name. Lord, at best, is a title. Lord, if we take it as a title in Hebrew, comes from the root word Adonai, Adonya, which means master. So that's if we give it its best rendering, Lord. If we take it to its worst rendering, if you go look up the Encyclopedia Britannica, you will see that the word the word Lord means Baal, B-A-A-L. Have you heard of that before? You shoulda. You shoulda. Because ali yahoo ali Yahoo sign name, Elijah, whose real name is Ali-Yahu, what does that mean? The mighty one, the creator is Yahuwah. That's what his name means. Whew, chills, run up and down my arms again. Ali Yahoo. he challenged the people and said, let's see who's real. Let's see who's the real all of the mighty one. You call on Baal, I'm going to call on Yahuwah. And let's see who's going to bring fire down from the heavens. Guess who came through? Yahuwah. Guess there was hundreds... Of Baal worshippers, Baal priest, and also a Shira priest there that were chanting and singing and cutting themselves, hoping that this pagan deity, these statues that don't have any breath, that don't have any life, that can't talk, walk, or do any of that, were hoping that was going to save them. Oh no, there's only one name given among men by whom we must be saved, Acts 4.12. So if I ask you, if there's only one name given among men by whom we must be saved, my question is, what is that name? And what is his son's name, if you know it? The same challenge, the shalomah Solomon gave. I'd like to give. What is his name? The great news is I've given it to you today. And if you are his sheep Yahusha, who has now been given the name above all names when he walked on the earth he was Yahusha, Yahuwah saves and if you read the book of Yahuchanan, chapter 17 you read it very close slow you get down to around the verse 11 and you will see he says to his disciples As he's praying to the father, he's talking to the father and letting the disciples hear it, the taught ones. He was saying, Father, I have kept them in your name. I have guarded them in your name. The name you gave me before the foundations of the world. He said, I kept them. And I guarded them in your name. And my final message for today on sharing the word is this. Why did they kill? And crucify or impale would be the proper word, the Savior. What was the actual reason? What was the final tipping point where they said he must be crucified or impaled? What was the thing to tip the tip the scales? Because he did nothing wrong, but they were conjuring things up that he did do wrong. And when he stood there in front of the pharisees and the sadducees and the priest council they asked him who are you who is it that you say you are he said haya asher haya the hebrew words haya asher haya and that means i am that i am And it says that the chief priest grabbed his clothes and ripped his clothes. Why did he rip his clothes? Research it. Because he said he committed blasphemy. He claimed to be the mighty one, the most high himself. When he said, "Haya, Asher, Haya." He claimed to be the most high. Where did he get that from? Well, he said it. When he was with Musha, Moses, on the mountain over in Shema, also known as Exodus, chapter 3, verse 14. Go read it. When Musha says, when I go back to the people of Yisrael, Israel, and tell them that the the mighty one of our fathers has sent me to you, and they asked me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? Musha? whose name means the rescuer is Yahuwah, by the way. Musha says, Moses says, what should I say to them? And what did Yahuwah said? He said, Haya, Asher, Haya. I am that which I am. And most people stop with that verse. Read the next one. And when you read the next verse, verse 15, he says, I am that I am. Yahuwah. Tell them that Yahuwah says his name clearly the father of Abraham, the father, the father of Isaac, the father of Jacob has sent me to you. Oh, so now the Savior, the word became flesh. The word was with the mighty one in the beginning and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and now the word that became flesh that was sitting there in that burning bush on mount sinai that same word was sitting there in that courtroom and they said who is it that you say you are hiya asha Haya. we don't need no other witnesses he claims to be the most high himself. crucifying. Him. You could not say the name of Yahuwah and not be crucified. The priest, the Pharisees, that the Savior was always arguing with, go research why he was always arguing with them. It's because they were upset because he was saying what? The name of when he came down on the mule and the people had the palm trees, what were the Hebrew words they were saying? They were saying, Barak, Habba, Bashem, Yahuwah. Barak, Habba, Bashem, Yahuwah. Barak, Haba, Bashem, Yahuwah. And it says that the Pharisees, they were grabbing their ears and they said to, them, said to him, tell them to stop. Stop saying it. And what did he say? He says, if they don't say it, these rocks will scream it out. That's what he said. Barak, haba Bashem, Yahuwah means blessed is he who comes in the name of Yahuwah. Now you got it. And today, will you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of Yahuwah. This, u- this union that we're having today. Will you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of Yahuwah? Will you say, I'm thankful I got this message today? And when you do, will you just simply do what Kaffah told everyone to do when he came out of the upper room? All who call on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. And all you got to do is call. Whew. I can feel you right here. All you got to do is call on his name and be immersed. Into his name. Yahukanan, the immersive John the Baptist says, I baptize you with water, which is a great thing to do. But there's one who comes after me whose shoelaces I'm not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with fire. I challenge you today to call on the name of Yahuwah and be immersed into his name so that he gives you the promise to set apart spirit and that you are on fire. I'm on fire. I can't get that name out of me. I love that name. And what we'd like you to do to get more information is go over to promotethetruth.com. If this is resonating with you, if you would like to be able to do research, just go to promotethetruth.com. That's about 25 plus years of study on many of the things I told you today. And hopefully that'll help you on your path to the truth. Thank you for sharing this time together with us today. And hopefully this message has resonated with you. I only want to see you walking in the truth and that truth will set you free. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Only promote the truth.